Hi, I'm your host, Marlo Lemon, and you're listening to Wild Voice, the podcast where I take this voice of mine and share my wild journey with you. Being widowed at 34 with a 15-month-old, most would see as life-ending, and instead, I alchemized it and put life back together, and it became more beautiful and fulfilling than I could have ever imagined. Through this life shift of mine, I realized who I am and what I'm here to do. I'm an intuitive energy healer, and sharing how I view the world is how I help you upgrade your life and alchemize your journey into magic. From day one, I wanted to share my journey, call it intuition, but I knew it was going to do more good out in the world than keeping it to myself. So when I say I've mastered life, that doesn't mean I'm perfect, or that life is. I mean I've mastered the concept of life, and I want to share that with you. So today's episode is going to be about fear. Sounds heavy, right? But it's something we all can relate to, and it's something I have found the most release from when I learned how to process it and use it to my advantage. So. Think of it this way, fear. We all have our own definition of it. I want you to think of something that you have been fearful about lately, even today, even in this moment, maybe even a lifetime. And I want you to take that one thing and I just want you to think about that as we're working through the tools and processes and stories that I share with you today. So what is fear and why is it there? So fear is there for the only purpose of to show us that there is an imbalance somewhere. So whatever your example is, whether that's somewhere that has to do with health, finances, relationships, career, parenting, think about its purpose. Why is that fear there? Like the same purpose of being nervous. You know how when we're nervous about something, let's say we have this big project for work that we need to put out there. Being nervous is not bad. It's a good thing, right? It gets us to make sure we're getting up early, we're getting it done. We're making sure the information is accurate. We're going through it again. We're practicing. If we're doing something like public speaking and we're nervous, there's a real fine line of where that nervousness actually really benefits us because it's leading us to a better result. Now, where fear starts to get in the way is when it pushes past a point where now fear is more coming from an intention of we are worried what's going to happen or we don't know what to expect. It's not coming from an intentional place, so it's an emotion. So once we push it over to the fear category, we are now a loose cannon, and we're picking up old programming, other people's stuff, and we're not operating from a place of expansion and growth, but more so restriction. Now, we're not meant to operate from fear. It's like making decisions intoxicated. We aren't able to access our most soul-aligned intuitive decisions. So with the idea that you have in your mind, your example that you want to apply to what we're learning today, I want you to first stop and take a deep breath. Close your eyes and take yourself anywhere. It will disrupt the physical response. This is why meditation works so well. Our mind doesn't know the difference if we're there or not. So when you close your eyes, slow down your breathing and take yourself somewhere like Hawaii sitting on a beach, at the top of a mountain. That sounds a little intense, but that could scare you in itself. (laughs) But anywhere that feels comforting to you, your physical body doesn't know that you're not there. 
If your mind is there, your body is there. It's like that idea of scary movies. I can't watch those anymore. Like, hell no. It was even like years and years and years ago, I couldn't do it. But people get a thrill from them. And it's because our bodies don't know the difference. If our mind goes on this scary-ass journey, then our body thinks that we're really there and we go into fight or flight. So, when we get fearful, we go down a rabbit hole, and we now have just taken ourselves on a journey of fight or flight. So as you're thinking still about this thing that you've been fearful about, the next thing I want to give you to put in your toolbox is something that I still find very helpful to this day. I want you to say to yourself, you can say it to yourself or you can say it out loud. These thoughts are my own. These thoughts are my own. These thoughts are my own. You repeat that to yourself three times. We are energetic beings and we pick up on each other's stuff. That's why we can pick up on someone's vibes without them even saying a word. And there is scientific proof of this. So for example, an EKG machine. It can read vitals five to seven feet from the body. Meaning, there are forces that come off of the body that can manipulate and affect things. This is why the machine itself has to be on the body of the person you're trying to get vitals from, because it would pick up on other people's vitals close by if not. This is proof that our thoughts and emotions are what can channel forces and frequency. There's also a study on emotions and energy from the HeartMath Institute that notes the heart is a second brain, and it has its own special energy. We're told to make decisions from our brain when we should really tap into our energy, heart, and intuition when deciding things. So when you repeat this phrase to yourself and listen, you will notice two things. Either it goes quiet, even for a split second. Or the thought is still there. I've had this happen with me multiple times. Now I want you to know if you're on this cycle and it's repeating over and over again, whatever this anxious thought or fearful thought is, if it stops for a split second, like I mean seconds, it's not yours. Now move on. You don't have room for other people's shit. Now if it's still there and you don't get a break in that cycle, that's what we can use to move through it. Your body is trying to tell you something. So for sake of this example, let's say you still hear something and you hear, I'm scared of getting sick. That's what's on repeat in your brain. I want you to ask, why does it scare you? And really sit with that question because you might find that fear is really rooted in something else. And once we tackle that root, boom, we release it. Fear is just a byproduct. It's not tangible. If you notice, it's not something that has the specific definition or when anyone thinks of fear, It's not like you have this one visual or image that pops into your head. It's very fluid and just goes with whatever is happening at the moment and what we attach it to. So this is where we're going to use our rabbit hole skills to our advantage. If we allow rabbit holing to happen with intention and structure, it actually can be very helpful and swift and we can move through stuff quickly, but we have to know how to do it and what to do when we get to the bottom of that rabbit hole. So we're going to rabbit hole together. Let's use we're afraid of getting sick and fearful of all the viruses and illnesses and diseases around us. Okay. So we're afraid of getting sick for how it's going to make us feel. And that discomfort is scary and the unknown of the symptoms and for how long. And that means we don't know what to expect. We don't have a plan and we don't know how to prepare for it or prevent it. A little side note. Fear is normally rooted in the fact that we don't have a plan. Our brain wants a plan for things. So if you're fearful about something, create a plan. 
and most of the time you'll notice that fear dissipates. Your body just wants to know it's prepared. Okay, continuing rabbit holing. So we feel a lack of control, which makes us feel like we have no control of how it will impact us. And now we aren't sure if we'll be out of work or how do we take care of our family? And if we're out of work, whether we're canceling an obligation or not showing up, we don't get paid or our family doesn't get fed or we have kids to take care of. And who's going to take care of them if we're not doing it and we're down and out because we're sick. So now we don't know how we're going to pay bills. We're worrying about our family and we don't know how this is going to make us look and impact us for future opportunities. Let's say for work examples. And that in itself is debilitating and scary to not be able to provide and take care of ourselves and those we are responsible for or want to provide for. And now the panic sets in because we've just given our brain a handful of things to worry about and ways to prove us right. Now we just went down a proper rabbit hole in 10 steps in less than a minute. So now we're going to take the next couple of minutes to work our way out. And this is where a lot of us have not been taught. First of all, we avoid the rabbit holing because we don't see any benefit. But with structure, it gives us a lot of clarity. We just have to know how to pull ourselves back out. So we've used our brain up to this point, And now we're going to shift gears and lead with our heart. And this is the quickest, most efficient way to move through something. So we started with being scared of being sick and we ended with panic because of lack of control. Now that pretty much sums up the rabbit hole session, right? Well, all we do is take the root concept of lack of control and see where that imbalance is pointing to. Now that is all our body is trying to show us. It's trying to help us avoid and not be a match to what we fear most, but we don't always know how to use it to our advantage. So there are eight areas to look at. And I'll tell you, most of the time, these root concepts land in about two or three of them. Now, these are areas that make up our life. And when it is in perfect balance, it has an ease and flow to it. I'll tell you, when we get good at mastering this, there will still always be something we're playing with. So don't think there is an idea of perfection here, but there is an ease and swiftness to it. And that is what I'm wanting to share with you today. So those eight areas, social. Now, social has to do with how we feel we are perceived by others. Mental, how we process and think about things. Physical, how we see our body and how we physically take care of it. That could be by movement, um, the things we eat. Passion hobby. Passion hobby has to do with that fun stuff. Exactly what it sounds like. The stuff that has no purpose. It's just for fun. It lights us up. Most of the time, it has to do with stuff we really liked when we were younger. Vocation. Vocation is our career, our soul pull, what we were put here to do. Financial. Our relationship to money. Family. Our family dynamics. And spiritual. We all have a spiritual aspect to our life. No matter what we do for a living, what we believe in, these are the eight areas that stay in balance and they're fluid. They move around. Some days we have really highs, you know, numbers in certain areas and we're imbalanced in others. Sometimes we have a really awesome day where most of those are in balance. I would tell you to start noticing on the days that you feel really aligned and really fulfilled and really in balance, they just feel good. And I don't mean that a bunch of amazing things had to happen to you or that you won the lottery, but everything just seemed to have an ease to it, even if it didn't go perfectly. I want you to notice and maybe go back to these areas 
and see if maybe those areas were in the most balance in those moments. Now, experiences, situations, feelings, memories, processing things, all these things can pull us out of alignment and out of balance. The key is not to say that that's never going to happen. The key is to know how to notice it before it gets too loud. And it's okay if it gets loud, then we just have more of an urge to shift it and change it. But when you start to accumulate these tools, you can start to catch these things before things get really intense. And that's the goal. So try this out. I want you to take that thing, maybe that you had in mind earlier, or maybe you've changed it. But where can you apply this in your life? Where are you feeling a lack of control? Pick one of those areas, pick two of those areas, three of those areas, but find at least one. I know you can do that. Somewhere where you're feeling that there's a lack of control. Now that's all you need to do for now. Just acknowledging it and playing with these tools boosts your frequency and awareness and we get rewarded for shit like that. And now we're no longer a match to what we fear most because we are showing our body, our soul, our mind that we hear it and that we listen. So congratulations. You just got a couple more tools in your toolbox. Now to recap, fear. It's there for a purpose, but it's meant to be there for a moment. It's not meant for us to hang out in that space because the decisions we make and the way that we live our life does not align us with that most complete, fulfilling, soul-aligned self when we operate from fear. I don't care what it's about. But when it does pop up, I want you to take yourself down that rabbit hole of the what ifs and the then what's. And I want you to get to the root of what really you are afraid about or fearful of. Because most of the time, it's not technically that thing on the surface. Now, once you get to that root of that rabbit hole, then I want you to attach that to one of those eight areas. All you got to do is pick an area that relates to it the most, that you resonate and feel like it fits. And for now, that's it. In the beginning of this process for me, in the beginning of my shift and understanding and awareness and spiritual journey and new life, when I started to understand and grasp these concepts, I would get rewarded and I would see shifts and feel better just from the acknowledgement that this was the way that I could work life in my favor. Now, as time goes on and you start to get acclimated with that and you start to implement this, There'll be some time, and as we go through this podcast, I will give you more tools that you can add to that and that will continue to help you evolve. But right now, at this level, you will start to see shifts just by acknowledging it. So try this out. I'd love to hear what you think. So play with this this week. And if you don't remember to do anything else, just breathe. Thanks so much for being here. Please rate, like, share, and review so we can stay connected and continue this magical journey together.